thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to Wellness Women Radio with women's health experts, Dr. Ashley Bond, the pregnancy and birthing guru, and the queen of hormone imbalances, the period whisperer herself, Dr. Andrea Huddleston. They're raising the bar for women's health by bringing you the most up-to-date health and wellness information to live your best life. Now, onto the show. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families an express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Women Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Hey, gorgeous listeners. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. We are very excited. This is our first podcast for 2022. So it sounds funny to say that. So if we make a mistake and refer to 21, it's just because we're still catching up to the start of the year. But uh, welcome on board and thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And Ash, Happy New Year, Del. I still can't believe that I haven't seen you over, um, you know, the, the Christmas break that we had that literally went in two seconds flat. Um, I don't know. Did it feel like that for you? Are you in that sort of no man's land of trying to figure out what day it is or? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, being on maternity leave and having everyone at home, (laughs) there was days where I'm like, oh, hang on, aren't we supposed to? Oh, it's Saturday already. Okay. (laughs) So I I have actually normally don't, uh, my brain usually works pretty well, but I've been putting reminders in my phone for anything just because I'm like, I'm so not aware of the day of the week. Oh, that's tomorrow. Better better, better make sure I don't forget that. Oh, good on you. Um, and you've got a fairly decent excuse. Ash, how is Ella going? Beautiful. I'm touching wood. My desk is wood. So I'm, I'm tapping that wood right now because um, a completely different experience, you know, second time round. And uh, at this stage, we have had um, some very good weeks of restfulness, which is uh, something right. we didn't get with uh, Oliver for the first two years. So I'm just taking in my stride. The universe is just allowing me some postpartum recovery, I think physically, mentally, emotionally, which is really great. So uh, it obviously will give me a bit more resilience to tackle any changes 
features that come with all the different development steps and the, you know, sleep regressions and all those things that uh, are down the down the track that I'm well aware of. But uh, I'll just just sort of stay in this little bubble for the moment, enjoy exactly where we are, um, and not worry too much about what's coming. Oh, that's so lovely. Um, all right. So, Ash, I don't know if you've even, like, had a chance to think about this and obviously because you're on mat leave and your, like, highest priority right now is obviously, you know, growing that beautiful baby. But have you had a think at all about your intentions for 2022, about, you know, anything that you are wanting to tick off or, or what you want to get done this year? Do you know, absolutely I have. I'm just going to sit here quickly and pull over my uh, notes in my phone here because I literally have something I saved was, you know, 2022 intentions. And it was, um, yeah, I just I quickly ran through 11 things. I'll list them out for you just so that if anyone wants some ideas, yes. of, you know, some inspiration, like where to set some focus. For me, um, exercise routine is a big one because mm-hmm. the one thing I noticed when I've, you know, it's first time around with my pregnancy and postpartum was that it just all went out the window but exercise and that routine of exercise for me is a very important aspect of my mental health it's not just physical health so to keep that routine I know that it'll keep my mind and my body strong at a time when there's a lot of pressure you know so that's something that I just put there at the top of the list and of course you know having a healthy family and all the rest is in the list but that was like I felt like if that could be sorted well. Everything else falls, like the cards fall behind it. Um, so that was definitely the first thing. Watch a bit less television. I've kind of got into the trap of like vegging out, trying to chill out and just watching some shows. But there's so many great things I could be doing that doesn't involve a television. So I'm just Oh, man, like... that is so on my list too. Yeah, damn Dean, his bloody TV that he brought with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the series and things. And you're like, oh, yeah. I really want to see the next one. You know, and suddenly instead of sitting there just watching one half-hour show, it's like, oh, look at the time. Oh, just do another one. And it's like, oh. I should have gone to bed, you know, so I'm trying to get rid of that regret. It's almost like buyer's regret. Like I thought it was really good at the time, but now that I've got it, I'm like, ah, I didn't really need to. So uh, yeah, get, get rid of that. Um, I think, you know, for me as well, we're going to do a bit of a a declutter in life. Um, I want to try and reduce our everything, our our stuff physically. Uh, So gifting away things, really clearing out things, borrowing what we can rather than buying, like just, Staying to get a little bit more conscious about how we can reduce consumption. Um, and it's not just because I'm not working and I feel that, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not earning money, so I can't spend money. But it just I think there comes a point in your life where you just look and go, geez, we're blessed. We've got so much stuff, but maybe we've got a bit more than we need. Um, I wonder if someone else could do with this. So, yeah, just that's one of those big things for this year is to declutter and to just downsize things uh, a little bit because I find that when there's less stuff, there's a clearer headspace. So I guess the focus of all these things is the same thing, right? clear focused headspace how do I you know keep that headspace really strong because I feel like with the craziness in the world today my most powerful asset is my clear headspace yes wholeheartedly yeah and so then then of course from there I can make good choices and I can make good decisions and you know I can react and respond to things in a level-headed way rather than emotive um, survival uh, mechanisms kicking in so that's yeah. yeah that's the big one so how about you tell me what's on your list of uh i guess intentions or ideas for for this year um Ash, I, I love everything that you've just said there. And uh, I'm still kind of working through um, mine. I think I was saying to you that uh, I it was the day before I was going back to work after my Christmas break and I was sort of going, oh, my gosh, where is, where is that time gone? I'm not ready. But th- then as soon as I got back into seeing patients, it felt amazing and I was really happy to be back. But 
I just meant that I didn't really allow that time and space to th- to sit down and um, feel into how I want this year to go and what I want to feel like I'm celebrating at the end of the year and everything else. And the biggest theme that just keeps coming up for me um, is just honouring myself. Mm. Um, and I've got to be much more specific um, about that and get really clear on what that's going to mean for me so that I can know when I'm leaning into that um, really specifically. But um, it, it's just, you know, some simple things like um, – a couple of my friends have called me out on a couple of things lately, like even something about, um, you know, not dumbing myself down in certain situations and which apparently I've been doing, which I'm not even aware of, or um, just uh, because, you know, I am so busy, I tend to just say yes to everything else that everybody else wants to do just because I'm so busy with, say, work that thinking about anything outside of that is just too hard basket. So I'm just like, yep, whatever, whatever, you know, just go with the flow kind of thing. But that's not necessarily what brings me the most joy. As, and I don't know if I'm being clear at all about this, but this is sort of where that sense is coming from. So just really trying to honour myself um, a little bit more. And uh, one way that will help me to get clear on that, have that clear headspace as well, Ash, is I'm going to start a 100-day gong on Monday. Um, I've got my whole team on board. Um, for me, my action steps will be no sugar, um, which is, it's not a huge issue for me, but it's definitely crept back in. So it's just easy to just have that focus around it. No sugar, no alcohol, no dairy. Um, no Gluten and everything else is never sort of part of my existence anyway. So I don't need to worry about that. But those three have um, crept back in a little bit more. And it's amazing how sluggish alcohol makes me feel. So that'll be good. Um, like 20 minutes of meditation every day. Um, our beautiful wolf puppy, Wild, has got hip dysplasia, so I've got to do his exercises twice a day. So it's just I've been a little bit slack with that over Christmas. So just, you know, making sure that every single day I'm not going to bed until these things are done. Um, what else was on that list? Um, I think there was something about education because I'm really, really craving just um, – just studying again. So um, there's those things that are on the list for the gong. So that will start on Monday. So if any of you wonderful listeners want to join in, um, you're very, very welcome to. Um, my whole team's on board there. Oh, the other thing that I'm doing is I'm not buying any new clothes or shoes for 100 days. <laughs> um, I know, which, you know. Hey, Dean, that fits in the consumption sorry. thing we we're talking about, hey. You know, somehow exactly. the world just needs less consumption and you've already built that into your gong. Now, just to, to interrupt, but to explain yeah. it, so to all like gorgeous listeners, who've been with us for a long time. You'll have heard Andrew talk about the 100-day gong before, so you'll totally be like, oh, yeah, I get it, I'm on board. But for anyone who's newer or hasn't heard Andrew speak about the 100-day gong, Andrew, can you explain just quickly what it is so people who might be excited to, you know, get on board with this great idea you're pitching, uh, what do they have to do, what does it mean, and what do you have to, I guess, commit to? Yes. Okay. Um, thank you, Ash. I just assume that everyone knows exactly what we're talking about because everyone's been with us since day one, right? <laughs> uh, so the 100 Day Gong is a is a, essentially like a Taoist principle that means hard work. And so you can choose to include or exclude things or just it's like one of the best ways to create habits and have accountability around things, um, which is why I like doing it. And it's certainly much more of the motivation with the stick rather than the carrot. And for me, I'm certainly motivated more by um, pain than pleasure. (laughs) 
it's just how it's just how I function. So um, what you do is you intentionally um, maybe, and it can just be one thing. It can be intentionally you're just um, doing exercise for a certain amount of time every day for 100 days. Now, if you miss a day or you forget or you don't do the timely or whatever it is, then you go back to day one. And you do it all over again. So um, it does give you um, a lot of focus. It is hard work, you know, hence the hard work principle. Um, and But it is amazing the sense of achievement that you get at the end of it. But also it just gives you those very clear unambiguous guidelines where it's just everything is black and white. You just – these things just don't exist or are just so much part of your life within the 100 days um, that, uh, yeah, it's a huge sense of achievement at the end. So – that is the 100-day gong principle. Very I'm trying cool. to rope a few of my patients into uh, it. I love it. And I think it's interesting you said that it's um, more of the stick than the carrot, but if you think about it, you could easily set your carrot for the end of that 100 days to reward yourself with the – so it doesn't have to just be the mental satisfaction of achievement. It could be like, cool, once I've done this, then I get to, um, you know, participate or purchase or what, whatever it is that you want to totally. have as your carrot at the other side because it, it is a bit hard if you uh, mess up and you're at day 95 and <laughs> oh, you have to go back to the start again. But I'm hoping by that stage you'll have had pretty much ritualised, um, you know, space in your life that you're creating this new habit. And that's the whole purpose, isn't it, is to kind of shift habits into a place where totally. they become yeah. normalised as opposed to, you know, I really believe anyone can do anything for 30 days. You know, sometimes when we do it we think, oh, this seems so long. But 100 days I think scientifically has shown that that three-month window is actually an entire mind restructure that exactly. is long enough to ingrain those neural pathways which keep us on track so most people don't mm. go and blow off their success after 100 days you might have said 100 yeah. days without chocolate and you might go and have a piece of chocolate but the satisfaction and the emotional connection you had to that prior to is very different but, uh, you know, a lot of people yeah. notice after 30 days, you know, when they do a 30-day challenge, <laughs> they, they can't wait to binge on the other side. It's just not quite long enough to break the habit. Exactly. And, for example, like for me, the um, stopping myself from buying clothes and shoes during that 100 days is not for financial reasons. You know, I can buy whatever I want, but it's because it has become a default for me, which mm. is not necessarily like a healthy behavior. You know, I'm online shopping because I'm um, stressed about what's happening on the news or yeah. – um, you know, whatever it might be, and I'm getting that amazing endorphin dump when I know there's things coming in the mail. You know, it's like it's like getting mail. So um, it's just, yeah, you know, having um, having that in place. And if it was just 30 days, then I would just put things in a shopping cart for 30 days and then I'd just buy them when they weren't so far. So the, the 100 days is a little bit more challenging. And um, I was making jokes with my team today that uh, – uh, and this is how bad it's got. They bought me a, a mat, a doormat mm -hmm. for Christmas that says, please hide all parcels from my husband. <laughs> Oh, they and, do know you well. And I was well. like, oh, my goodness. Okay, guys, uh, point <sighs> taken. Because I have all my mail just sent to yeah. the practice. It's yeah. so much easier because there's yeah. always someone there. Um, so, yeah, I think that that is Cute. me telling me that maybe my online shopping was a little out of control. <laughs> 
so funny. Anyway, we all all have habits that we've created to, uh, you know, I guess hide boredom, emotion, whatever it is. And acknowledgement and awareness is a step in the right direction. So that means you need to join the 100-day gong, everyone. If uh, there's something there that you want to change that you think you can do better, then that's uh, the way to do it. And you set the start date. You don't have to join Andrea's one next week. It uh, it starts when you want it to start and uh, it ends when you want it to end. So I think that's a really important part too, that if you decided at 30 days you're not going to you know follow through which is sometimes the case life just gets in the road it's also a point of saying hey i've, I've achieved 30 days but next time i'm going to crack that 100 you know it's just it, it's a work in progress isn't it not everyone gets to the 100 days straight up and that's what it's all about it's that hard work um yeah. doing it when you're ready to do it i am a big fan though and we've probably talked about this in the years gone past but i do love to close out a year with um you know a positive uh, focus on what has been. You know how a lot of the times you're like, oh, thank God, I just closed the door. I'm so over that year. Let's just get on with it. Yeah. Um, and we forget to honour some of the great things that we've done or that um, we've achieved or even just things we're grateful for. So I know that um, before the year ended, uh, I definitely sat down for 20 minutes and just went through a series of questions that uh, I, I like to do a form of these each year. I don't think it's always the same. I think it evolves when... Um, I'm in a different place in my life. You know, things come at the right time. Um, But this year was really nice. I actually found these uh, from one of uh, my contacts, uh, which I kind of loosely follow. I love the work that Anthony and Kate Gold do. They just have, you know, positive mindset stuff. And, uh, you know, some of the things that they they share just reminds you to tune in and check in, which is really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, she had a really lovely post just about, you know, what do you do to close the year? And I thought, well, I always do something. Um, but this year I took on her questions because I thought, hey, just change it up, see what, what other things come out of this line of questions. And I really enjoyed. Um, so, ladies, I think if you you haven't closed out your year, make sure you sit there and reflect on 2021 and just sit in a moment and just ask yourself some simple questions. Like I'll read you a couple just so you've got a little bit of a direction there. Um, say, for example, start with, what is something I achieved that I'm really proud of? You know, mm. so so often we dismiss our own successes or acknowledge our own, own greatness. You know, you said you were minimising yourself mm. um, in some way uh, yeah. or playing dumb when you don't need yep. to. Um, so yeah. it's, again, you know, what am I proud of? Well, I'm proud, you know, I'm proud of you for having such an amazing brain. That you can carry us through some of the, the heavy topics that sometimes I, I glaze over and I, I see you on the other side just like rocking and rolling in this, you know, podcast. And I'm like, oh, thank God for that woman's brain. I don't think I could have gone there tonight. So <laughs> no, we totally balance each other, Ash. Um, you are so much better at um, explaining things than I am. And so much better at like no, I think we've got we've got a really great balance there. I think you are so much more articulate than me as well, um, all of the time. And yeah, anyway, what was one what was one big thing that you were really proud of? Do you know the look? There's lots of things, but I just went with the one thing because the one thing um, wasn't just the one thing. It was a an example of the culmination of all the things that led to it. And honestly, it was Ella's birth. And so it, it should was, be. Yeah, Ash, it, like, was, it was a culmination oh, of yeah. all of all of it. It was a culmination, not just of one moment, but years. Like it was just this moment of spectacular, I guess, um, convergence where all yes. of that stuff came together in that moment and that experience. And um, I truly am really proud of that. I'm really proud of what Peter and I did together, and I'm really proud of how Ella played her role in it all. And um, I'm proud of myself for always staying true um, and not falling into fear or any of the other things that. Were, would have you know taken my pathway somewhere else so yeah that's that is the one thing um what about you what would you say if you said oh that's what i'm really proud of for 2021 
Oh, um, like for me, like academic stuff is always is the stuff that sort of lights me up the most, really. And I think, um, like being the keynote speaker for the for our ACA, the Australian um, Car Association, um, our Congress this year mm. on Women's Health, that was a big deal. Um, it didn't feel as big a deal at the time because it, it, it was virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sort of brushed over that, but then someone kind of called me out on that as well and was like, you know, that, that was, a, that was a really big deal. Um, so I, I was definitely proud of that. Um, I think the way that I've led my team in the practice this year, I have been, um, really proud of, so I've got to choose one thing. Um, Ah, I don't know. I don't know. It's so hard. No, the thing that I'm most grateful for um, this year is wild though. Like, yeah. you know, my my new baby, yeah. um, like, you know, just he is just so beautiful and um, such a lovely balance in our family and has also helped me heal from obviously the loss of Tiaki as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's like I'm, you know, the most grateful for him for from 2021, um, you know, our new baby and your new baby. <laughs> oh, it, it, I think, you know, just being aware that sometimes it takes you know, that, that full circle. You, you cre- Like yeah. you said, it completes your family and that's just such an important energetic space because yeah. that's what allows you to do and be the best you can be. Um, yeah. And that's a really powerful thing that, to have gratitude for something that um, is often intangible. You know, it's just the energy. It's the, it's the, the people and the, and the beings around you that complete you. Um, we don't give enough credit to those people often, do we? We yeah. just tend to sort of just assume they're always going to be there or, yeah, well, it's just my husband or it's, you know, my kid. But no, I think it's it's important to honour those people and those those beings in your life that do create the fullness and the wholeness. Oh, I think that was me bumping on the keyboard. <laughs> I'm just laughing, actually. I had to, okay, probably TMI for all our listeners, but um, I was laughing before because <laughs> milk boobs can get really big. <laughs> I keep bumping things at random, like just like that with a keyboard. I'm like, oh, that's my boob. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's getting in the way. Oh, that's so funny. It's It always cracks me up when um, heavily pregnant women misjudge. And this Space. isn't funny. Yes. And they're like, oh, no, can't, can't fit through there. How am I going to navigate this? Because the dimensions of your body and how you're occupying space is just so different. Yeah, right. So um, funny. So funny. Uh, and I'm um, grateful for that. Like, you know, gratitude. Yeah. I'm grateful for my amazing body that can do all these things, grow and, and you know, feed a child. It's just like, holy moly, that's, uh, that's incredible. So I know that uh, we assume that that's just something we all, you know, do as women, but I'm just grateful for that because it's not a guarantee. Yeah. What else was uh, – what, what were the rest of the questions, Ooh, Ash? Uh, great. Let's have a quick check. Uh, so, uh, okay, so I'll just run them through in order, and I guess they're in an order because they help you unpack, you know, just mm. just take things through as a sequence that allows your brain to go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, adding layers to it. So it's what's something I achieved that I'm really proud of, what is something I learned that I'm grateful for, um, and then what have I let go of that no longer serves me, um, mm. who matters more to me than I truly realised. Um, because, oh. you know, obviously through all those things you suddenly go, oh, wow, I really haven't honoured that person or respected or, you know, given that that, that yeah. gratitude picture. Um, yeah. And then what am I wanting to learn and grow through in 2022? Um, and then what are the three most important goals or focus points for me in the year ahead? 
And that I think that, you know, those are some really good places to start. There are more what is a character trait that I've built within myself that I'm proud of. You know, often we, again, dismiss ourselves, diminish ourselves, and to show pride in something sometimes comes across as being, you know, ego or arrogance, but it's not. It's actually stopping and centering yourself and being able to say, wow, it's okay to feel proud of myself. Mm, you know, absolutely. We, we often are happy to give credit to others, but when it's our own success, we don't actually allow ourselves to feel that moment of like, oh, wow, I did that. Like, cool for me. I'm really happy. Um, especially for women. Especially for women. We do diminish ourselves, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one is what truly lights me up in life. And I think that's such a great question because sometimes everything else can be so much um, fluff and and noise that, you know, that white noise of life Mm -hmm. that you then lose that track of like what actually brings me joy. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was really interesting that that one just gave me like zero hesitation. Like it was just such a quick like boom, 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 boom. And I finished this whole thing in a few minutes because I guess I was just so clear. You know, I said I've been Yes. headspace and it came across so organically I was like I just know this I, I feel this in myself um, and for me family incorporating with family travel to natural spaces like it's just this whole idea of yes. that's what really lights me up like I just feel my best um, serving others and so it shows me I can't just leave my profession you know <laughs> just yes. as much as I want to be mum I also know that serving others is one of my highest values um, yeah. and then talking and connecting with people through chiropractic which I thought was really interesting that even though people think chiropractic is just a profession for me it's not just a profession it's a tool for me to express my fullness of myself Um, yes and oh actually giving me goosebumps (laughs) I love that yeah so that's that's how um yeah that's how you know some of us can I guess start this year with a bit more excitement because (laughs) anyone who's turned the news on lately it's very hard to feel excited about a whole lot like I'll be really honest with you I was pretty down at the end of last year um and I was like oh this is not postpartum stuff either this is just the weight of all of this crap this Mm -hmm. year that's kind of coming to a crunch and I'm gonna miss my family again and you know like it just it was just that full thing Pete's gonna miss his family again um we're isolated here in WA we have no family over here you know we've got beautiful friends like you guys but it's just that there's just something about, you know, past experiences. That's how we always celebrated. So to not have yeah. that was a little bit uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But then to answer and go through these questions reframes, you know, it gets your brain thinking a different way. And it's like, cool, I can get out of my own funk as long as I use the tools that I know to work. Yeah. And so these are the kind of tools I encourage women, particularly women to use, is even when you're a busy mum, you can get yourself out of your own funk and I call it my, you know, funky space um, because it's really just about like reframing what we're seeing. Absolutely. Um, Ash, I've got to uh, commend you because this is absolutely a testament to the – because how old is Ella now? 12 weeks. So she's only only three months old and, Ash, you are on fire. Like, and this is a testament to the work that you put into obviously the birth and the recovery that you're having now because, like, I don't think that you would be as clear-minded and as um, intentional and uh, have as much certainty as what you do now maybe if your experience was different. Oh, absolutely. Or if there were, 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, in in some ways, it's a rebirth of sorts, isn't it? Every every yeah. time something in your life changes. In this case, another child's added to our family and to my life. Um, we have a chance to to choose certain pathways and seek the support we need when we need it. And you know, like it's we don't have to be an island through yeah. these changes. We we can embrace the community that allows us to to be more and to be our very best. Um, and that's not to minimise the experiences. I hate to say it, it just <laughs> raising children's hard work. <laughs> like there's there's no there's no like fluffy nice way around that. It's just like it's just it's hard work, but yeah. some days are harder than others. Um, and I think you know again, headspace is a massive thing that I, I love. How I just look up the clock here. I'm like, we've just been chatting for 25 minutes, and we haven't even got onto anything we said we were going to talk about. <laughs> I know I'm going to change our our uh, podcast topic for tonight, Ash, but that that's totally fine. I reckon we'll still do our little public service announcement about the benzene recall. Yeah, but cool, ladies, we cool. were also going to talk about some um, just some things that we've been sold within health and medicine that that are not healthy for us and do not serve us and are so antiquated. But we're actually we'll cover that in the next yeah. um, podcast. Yeah. I think it's a good um, one to talk about the others. because yeah. I'm just like, oh, I really want to talk about that, but we've just kind of deviated. But I, this I, podcast I think... will go on for an hour if that uh, <laughs> if we did all of that, or probably longer. But yeah. anyway, sorry, it's, Ash, keep going. No, but I think it's still important if we can start the year off with with our headspace. Do you know the one thing I haven't done? this year and I, I, you know, again, this is evolution of person or just where I'm at. Um, I Every year I normally draw my cards and, you know, I, I lay out things. I haven't done that yet and I thought that was really interesting whereas mm. I would always do it like sort of almost like ritualistically to yeah. sit there and this year I just feel at a great degree of ease. I feel so supported. I feel like, you know, there's no crossroads, there's no junctions I need to traverse to try and understand or have deeper meaning for or, you know, yes. I felt I have felt very connected and very aligned, which is a, an unusual thing for me because I, I could – it was almost the complete opposite with my first birth experience and postpartum. It was like I couldn't have felt more distant from myself or more distant from anything I knew. I just felt so disconnected. I felt like I was almost three people in one. I couldn't even get my you know, my head, my body, my anything together. And this time around there's almost like a a cementing, a certainty and a strength that's um, quite yes. interesting. I don't, I don't know how to explain so, it. Yeah, I can see it. Um, <laughs> yes, and I think that's maybe why you haven't felt that. Um, pull or that desperation to pull those cards because you already yeah. have that certainty. Yeah. Was, you know, you don't need answers to questions because you already have them. Yeah. And it's just a, a higher level of understanding that amidst the, what I think for a lot of people is just a nightmare last couple of years, there's something else in, in the system. There's something mm-hmm. else at play and there's something else that we need to be, you know, hope for and have faith in and have trust and confidence. Yeah. Um, as scary as, as it seems out there, there's just there's something else um, that we need to lean on. And I hope that, you know, if you're in a place where it's not comfortable, uh, find that thing. Yeah, it could be spiritually, yeah. it could be, you know, religion, it could be friendships and connections that you've mm. let slide. It could be your own physical health. It could be your mental health. It could like there's just so many things that you could do, actually do that would um, lift yourself from a space that you're not happy. And I think yeah. that's what's really important right now is this idea of, okay, <laughs> I'm not at the mercy of everything. I have more power than they're letting me believe to be. Um, yes. So, and, yeah, and that's, you know, that, I think we've all had to grow and evolve and some of us feel far more disempowered than others based on um, a lot of different scenarios that are playing out. But mm. for those of us that um, choose to, 
accept full responsibility for all of our choices, then we start to go, okay, let's drop the blame game and let's, let's rock. Let's, you know, make our life, my life, the best one it can be. So I love it. That's oh, where 2022 so is going. I'm feeling good vibes. I reckon as much as people have been predicting like almost the apocalypse, I'm going the other way. I'm, yes. I'm predicting uh, a light, uh, a powerful change um, in all the good things. So I'll call it out. If this world, you know, turns into the blooming flower, I believe it'll be by the end of this year, I'll say, see, I told you so. I felt this oh, coming. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm totally happy to be on that ride with you, Ash. That's so, I'm just going to um, trust your confidence. I'm going to borrow yours until I have my own with that. So, no, that's awesome. Um, ladies, one of the intentions for this podcast tonight was actually just to do a quick public service announcement about a really important recall that's just happened. Um, I think it was just at the end of the year, so just in December, and that was um, some leading brands of dry shampoo have been Ooh. called and, and conditioner have been pulled off the, um, the market essentially because of their um, detection of something called benzene in the products. And benzene, I'm not sure if we've sort of talked about it in some of our previous episodes, but it's like one among one of the 20 most widely used chemicals in the US and it's it's used in plastics and lubricants and dyes detergents and all sorts of things but also in pesticides and it's known to cause things like cancer like leukemia multiple myeloma um, different forms of leukemia non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and those sorts of things but it has other also very serious short and long-term health effects um, we know it's an endocrine disrupting compound um, and there has been um, some detected levels of benzene in um, the dry shampoo products from Procter and Gamble, and it's in like 32 different brands. The ones that you may recognise are things like Herbal Essences, Pantene, um, and then also the Aussie Old Spice and Hair Food brand. Um, so if you just sort of Google um, uh, dry shampoo recall, it'll come up with a full list of the things that have been recalled. So just check your products because I know. Um, pretty much every woman I know uses dry shampoo, so um, please just be really careful of that. Um, Ash, what do you think? Oh, and throw in their banana boat. So, you know, oh, again, this yes. comes, you know, to one of the biggest brand names, I think, in Australia in terms of just, you know, the typical bronzed Aussie lifestyle. Um, yes. Pretty much everyone will know banana boat as a, a sunscreen. Um, yes. So, again, benzene detected. Now, this this kind of... Was the interesting thing that I got from this was I hate to say it, but part of my brain had this massive "I freaking told you so," yeah, moment to yeah. it, right? Because for years you sound like a loony bin when you start saying, "Oh, you know, chemical sunscreens are not not great for us. There's too much stuff in there. That's uh, whether it's carcinogen or not, it's irrelevant. There's so many chemicals in there. It's like what we always say is a chemical shitstorm. Like no yeah. two words around it. It's just." bad um you can't ingest it you wouldn't want to swallow the stuff you don't want it in your eyes so why on earth are we polluting our waterways with all this stuff coming off our body why are we absorbing it through our you know major organ absorption which is our skin um so yes and i i feel for some of the leading health i would say health experts that have been chopped off at the knees for this position they took many years ago so Mm -hmm. over the years there's been many fabulous wellness health advocates who have been slammed for discouraging the use of chemical sunscreens and things like that. Um, I feel like almost saying like, it's about time. Yeah. These, these health professionals were on the mark all the time. Yep, um, exactly. It's just that big 
industries like Procter & Gamble, big money players, have the ability to silence um, or to yeah. turn a reputation upside down so that those people look crazy and ridiculous. But really, they've just admitted it by intentionally, you know, recalling products. I think that should be enough. So, ladies, if you yeah. still are using a lot of these chemical products, it really is time to consider alternatives. Um, yep. And like I said, you know, about my view for this year, no more excuses. Let's take full yes. responsibility, you know, and that yes. includes some of the things we do. That's the what we purchase. Um, so, yeah, big, big one for me was like, oh, yes, finally. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I just feel like women have been so conned by this kind of, well, carcinogenic crap. Yeah. Um, and it, look, I've always been interested. You know, obviously all know my passion for pregnancy and women's health. It's about, you know, raising beautiful children. Um, childhood leukemias, spina bifida, these are known yes. birth defects from benzene exposure. How much is too much is anyone's guess. We don't know. Mm -hmm. So I think any is too much, you know, in the sense of if we're trying to keep ourselves and our growing fetus healthy and well, um, exposure is not appropriate. Yep, I love it. Hmm. So, and that look, I think this sand. is, so yeah, good. line of sand it is. And just be mindful, these are just the few that have been recalled. So, ladies, if yeah. you are not sure about your products, um, if in doubt, throw it out. Yep. <laughs> Simple as that. If in doubt, throw it yeah. out. If you don't know what's in it, if you're not sure, or if you're worried in any way, trust your intuition there. Maybe it's not the right thing. Toss it out or at least get someone who knows to give it a good overview and have a little look and see whether it's something you should be using or maybe consider alternatives. Yeah. So, yep, that's it. That's our little public service announcement to start the year. Just uh, kick it off with using the right things, healthy bodies, healthy products, good for us, good for the environment. Agreed. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Ash. Um, all right, ladies, I reckon that's enough for us for our first podcast for 2022. Um, ladies, again, always thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Wellness Women Radio. We are the Wellness Women, Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston. We are raising the bar for women's health. And until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.